Good morning. How's everybody doing today? It's a beautiful day out there. It's great to see all the smiling faces and just a, just a full room here. Let me get this up here a little bit. So uh, just want to uh, start by just saying how grateful and how you know, thankful and honored I am to really be able to speak this morning uh, about uh, the topic of communion. I know, uh, as Glenn shared, you know, it really is, it really is something, you know, that obviously we, we do every week, and, you know, and again, you know, why? Why do we do it? And, and sometimes we, we do things so often that we, we sort of put it on, on autopilot, and we don't really think about why we do what we do, yeah. you know, that how special it is to be in Christ, to have our sins forgiven and to really be able to, to think about you know, what Jesus did on the cross. And how, and how do we go about doing that? How do we focus our hearts in and week after week to get that, you know, to, to let it impact us the way that it did that very first time? You know, and that's hard. And it takes a lot of effort. But I think God has really set it up. And Jesus set it up so that we could do that. So that, so that it would never get old. It would never get stale. It would always be fresh, Amen. and we'd have a way to keep it fresh on our hearts. And, and um, you know, uh, brothers and sisters, friends, visitors, guests, you know, whatever, I really, I honestly believe that communion, or the Lord's Supper as we sometimes call it, it's one of, if not the most important aspects of our worship. Every single, about the time we come together. And I'll, I'll say that again. I honestly believe communion, the Lord's Supper, it is absolutely the most important reason why we come together every week. To remember Jesus, what He did on the cross, the price He paid for you and for me. And, uh, you know, I I don't personally come from a Catholic background. Uh, I come from a Baptist background. But... But in, in, in fact, you know, there's quite a few tenets, I guess you would say, of uh, Catholicism that I, I, I really wholeheartedly just, you know, I don't agree with. But, uh, and, and even some of those specifically surrounding the communion itself. But, uh, but one thing I do wholeheartedly agree with is the importance and the emphasis that they place on communion. In fact, the, the Mass, if you will, you know that it is in and of itself a communion service every time it's solely about taking communion and and the importance of Jesus's body and his blood and to that I say amen you know I mean that is exactly right and that should be our focus every Sunday and I know I try to make it my focus every Sunday although I don't always I don't always succeed in that but that's where God's grace and God's mercy comes in. Amen? Amen. But uh, I just have two points today uh, in my short sermonette. Um, number one, be there. Be there. Be there. Or be square, some have said. And number two, be aware. Be there, be aware. So um, I'm going to start out in 1 Corinthians, if you would, uh, chapter 11. You can join me there. Everybody hear me? So when, uh, starting in verse 17, it's Paul writing here, and he says, he says, in the following directives, I have no praise for you, 
for your meetings to do more harm than good. And in the first place, I hear that when you come together as a church, there are divisions among you. And to some extent, I believe it. And he goes on here a little bit to talk about, you know, their, how they're you know, improperly really observing the communion in terms of their, they're thinking about their stomach and they're not thinking about Jesus, they're not thinking about each other. And, and, and you know, they've got the wrong focus. But, you know, this is a strong statement where he says, you know, I have no praise for you in this area. But he does say this. He says, I hear that, that when you come together, and then down in verse 20, he says, when you come together, you know, again. So, you know, the first century church, you know, it wasn't about if we come together. Come you know, they came together. That was like a given. Yeah. You know, they were together. They, they understood the importance of, of being a body, of, of supporting each other in Christ. You know, and, and so, you know, the first century disciples, you know, they, they had their share of problems. They probably had more than their share of problems, and, and especially the church in Corinth. It, it, it was, it, in a lot of ways, you read through it and you think, man, they, these people were messed up, you know. But, you know, we're just as messed up. You know, we may emphasize things different than they did, but, you know, what, what would Paul say? What, what would Jesus say? You know, would he have, would he be able to praise us, you know, in... in in, in, in communion, in the a directive about our coming together and observing uh, communion each, each Sunday. But, uh, you know, I just, you know, they, they really weren't observing it properly. And, and Paul was, was very, you know, but they didn't have a problem coming together. It's just they were not united when they came together on, on how and why they were doing what they were doing necessarily. And, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, communion, uh, the word, we, we're familiar with other words like commune. You know, it, it, or commune. It's, it, it means it's a collective. It, it's a community. I mean, it's even in the word. It's community. It, it's a fellowship. That's what communion is. And, uh, you know, uh, even the word, the Greek word, we probably all heard koinonia. You know, that too is uh, meaning just a Christian fellowship. It's about, uh, it's about being uh, together, you know, as a body. It's, it's um, you know, coming together in fellowship or communion with God and with each other. And, uh, you know, Paul was basically saying to the, to the Christians there, hey, look, you know, you're coming together, it's good. But, but now, just let's get united on how we do that and why we do that. And, um, you know, I really believe that uh, one thing that we need to be united on in the church here and have deep convictions about is, is coming together every Sunday Amen. Uh, as a body. You know, coming together uh, and just you know, as, as a community of disciples to partake, you know, to, to, really, to worship God in all the ways that we do, but specifically, specifically to partake in the Lord's Supper together. You know, that, you know for me, that, that's, that's always been a primary focus ever since I became a Christian. You know, it's been 35, 36 years now, you know. I mean, it's hard to believe it's been that long, but, but for some reason it was ingrained in me as a young disciple just to, that, you know, uh, offering, which Tony will be talking about in communion, that that was the key. I mean, yeah, singing was great, and I love to sing and worship God. And we all worship God in, in different ways. We all connect with God in different ways. But, but, but definitely, God wants us all to connect with Him, I believe, uh, at, at the Lord's table in communion and remembering Jesus. Amen. And so, uh, you know, for me personally, I, it, it's a time of just humbly coming before God. Uh, you know, I, uh, Hebrews 4 talks about coming before the throne of grace. You know, uh, and it's a time when 
You know, I, I do that. I, I, I realize I'm so undeserving of God's love and of His mercy, you know, that it's a time when I can come before God. And, you know, I don't have to be fearful and, and ashamed, Amen. although I, I need to be in one sense because of my sins are, are, are you know, they're, they're, they're scarlet, you know, the way the Bible talks about. They, they're nothing to be proud of. Even, even now, you know, I, I need to think about, you know, my heart, Amen. my life, you know, each week, each day, you know, and, and really be conscious of the sin because because that's what Jesus died for. Yeah. It's my sin that, that caused him to have to pay that horrible, incredible price. And so, you know, I try not to take that for, for granted. You know, I try to come humbly before, but also with confidence because I know that the blood of Jesus yeah. has cleansed me. It's, it's, it's taken my scarlet stain and it's made it white as snow. Amen. And so I... You know, I don't know what you think of. I don't know what moves your heart. But, you know, whatever that is, you know, get it, again, something that focuses on Jesus. Yeah. What He did. Why He did it. The fact that if He didn't, if He hadn't done it, we would have no hope. You know, we would still be dead in our sins. Amen. And so that's something to truly celebrate. That's something to be so incredibly thankful for that... You know, we could. You know, we need to just focus in on that and really just say, "Wow!" You know, um, but in order to, but you know, the thing about communion, it, it's a collective thing. You know, yeah, we can all have individual ways that we connect with God and worship, but communion was designed specifically by by God for us to do together. Yes. And if, and if we're not here, if if part of our our body's missing, you know, then then we're not. We're not, you know, those individuals specifically are not really able to enjoy that or partake of that and, and, and really get that, you know, have that understanding and that feeling. And, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I'm preaching to those, obviously, who are here today. Uh, I believe you're here. You look like, you look like you're here. Amen. But, uh, but, but I primarily, you know, I want our brothers and sisters who are, who are not here consistently to hear this. You know, I wish they were here right now to hear this. Uh, thankfully, uh, we are recording this. Thanks to my son, Brandon, recording this. And, and uh, so, you know, I just want to put it out there, you know, make, make a plea. You know, if there is anyone in your family groups that you know is not here today, who's consistently not here, for, for whatever reason, you know, I mean, obviously there's, there's valid reasons, you know, from time to time to miss church. And I, I want to lift my wife up. You know, she had an incredible migraine for two days. You know, she could have easily have just taken the easy way out and, stayed, and said, you know what, I, I just need to stay home today. You know, I, I, just, I just can't deal with this. But, you know, she, but she pushed through. And I don't think it's just because her husband's up here preaching. I think it's because she loves God first and foremost. And she wants to worship God. And she wants to partake in the communion. You know, that's just as important to her. And, and that's how it should be to each one of us. And when our brothers and sisters aren't here, you know, we need to feel that. That they're missing out. And in a way that we can help them is just, you know, somehow this week, you know, you know who they are, you know, get with them, you know, take it upon yourself, you know, no, not just the family group leaders, but if you know, you know, if you're close to that brother or sister, reach out to them, you know, let them know, the, you know, what we talked about today, you know, have them listen to the message, you know, and, uh, you know, it doesn't matter who the preacher is or the speaker is, no, just, it, it's, it's about the message, it's about what is communion about, and, and what are they missing, and, and, and how, and how much richer, you know, their, their, their Christianity and their connection with God could be. And, and not only that, but just how important it is to God that they, that they be here. And, uh, and, and to do what we can to help them. 
you know, overcome any obstacles that the Satan might have in their way, just to help their hearts to be where they need to be. Amen? Amen. Amen. So please, you know, do that. I'm, I'm, I'm really imploring you. And, uh, you know, again, it, it, even the Scripture says it. Hebrews 10, 25, uh, I'm not going to turn there, but we, we all know it, you know. Uh, you, you know, it says, let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing. You know, we don't need to be in the habit of missing, of meeting together. It, it's so important. But it says, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. You know, the, the day is approaching. Come on. The day, you know, that day is approaching, you know. And that's, we're talking about Jesus, you know, the day that he comes back. You know, we need to encourage each other. We need to be together to remember what Jesus did, to stay focused. Because, because uh, there's a lot of things in this world that can trip us up, yeah. cause us to not fully experience the, the Christian life, to not truly yeah. be, you know, the light of the world that we need to be. Yeah. And when we're focused on Jesus, when, when, we, when we're all at the foot of the cross, all of a sudden, everything else just sort of vanishes into the background, and what's really important comes into focus. Amen. Amen? Second point. Come on now. Be aware. Be aware. Then in verse, uh, we'll skip down a little bit here, but in verse 28, Paul says, A man ought to examine himself before he eats of the bread and drinks of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself. And obviously, this is first to men and women. You know, it's sort of in the masculine form here. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's so important that we examine ourselves. We examine our heart. You know, why? What are we focused on at this time? And um, you know, why? You know, and, and to do that even before we partake. You know, you know that that we recognize. He says here that that, uh, that we ought to examine ourselves and that that if we eat or drink without recognizing the body of Jesus, you know, that we're really harming ourselves. Now, I don't understand that exactly, how that works, but, but God says it. You know, I, I believe it, that it, it's detrimental to, to us physically and spiritually and when we don't recognize the body of Jesus. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's, just, it's just the way it's set up, and it's so important that we, we look at our lives, that we, that we be reconciled, you know, with, with our brothers and sisters. You know, I remember there was a time when, as a, as a you know fairly young Christian, you know I, w- I was you know past being ushering, you know passing the communion trays, and, and I did it you know for you know continue you know for a number of weeks, and I, as I would pass the tray, you know you look down the row, and there was this one brother who just for several weeks he would just pass it on through by and, and wouldn't wouldn't take the communion, and I and I thought wow you know he's 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 older Christian than I am, you know he's been around you know and I wonder I wonder you know what's up there, mm-hmm. and. Uh, so I, you know, I, I approached him eventually one time, and I, and I just said, "Hey, bro, is everything okay? I noticed that you haven't been partaking of the communion as the trays go by." And, and he said, "Yeah, I, I you know, you know, I, I just, I'm dealing with some sin in my life. You know, I'm trying to repent, and and I'm and I'm really trying to get my heart right. And I just know that, you know, Bible says I can't, I can't, in good faith, in good conscience, take communion when when I haven't dealt with everything, you know, on my heart and in my life. And and that just really." impacted me. It really made me, it sobered me to realize, wow, you know, yeah, it is that crucial. It is that important. You know, the communion is not just something that we, we, we do and we don't, and we don't take seriously. It, it, it's a serious matter before God. And, you know, it, it's important, you know, to, to make sure that we've dealt with things in our life and to get that right and, and to be reconciled with our brothers and sisters and in the church. And, 
And uh, just to set our, our heart and our mind on recognizing the body of Jesus. And, uh, and I know that, uh, you know, it can be a distraction sometimes. You know, yeah, we, we, have, a lot of, we have a lot of young children in, 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 the, in the congregation. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's awesome. We're growing in a lot of different ways. And, uh, but, uh, you know, and for me, even sometimes, it can be a distraction. I have, I have one hear, loss of hearing loss in one ear, you know. And, and so sometimes any sounds and distractions are, are even amplified more because of my one good ear picks it up. And, and I can't filter things out, you know. And, but, I, but I really have to try to stay focused. You know, when, when the brother or sister is up here sharing their heart about communion, when I'm, think, when I'm thinking about what Jesus did for me, I mean, I'd have to just like put those blinders on and just focus in whatever it takes. And, you know, I believe that, uh, I believe that we can do that more if we really just set our minds and our hearts to doing that and not, not allow ourselves to be so easily distracted by anything. Maybe people are just are coming in to sit down, you know. I mean, sometimes it's so easy to think about all the distractions that are causing us to not be able to focus on the cross instead of just focusing on the cross, focusing on Jesus to the point where those distractions, we don't even realize they're happening, you know. I mean, there's times when you're reading a book or Bible or a good book, you know, and, and things are happening around you and you, you, you're oblivious to it because you're into it. You know, I think we need to be into it like that. I need to be into it like that to where, you know, I'm not allowing, you know, attitudes uh, that I'm being distracted, you know, because of, you know, this but child crying or this or that, you know, but just to really zone in and say, you know what, God, I'm not going to let anything keep me from thinking about you and recognizing your body. And, and you know, amen, for, for the moms, you know, I mean, we, we appreciate when, you know, you, you do, you know, if you have to step out, if you have to take your child out because they're just being a little bit too disruptive, you know, that also helps us to focus, you know, so you are helping us partake in the communion. Uh, even by doing that. So I know you're missing out on a part of it, but at the same time, you're also helping us to focus, you know, as well. So, you know, thank you for that. And for the, the kids that are a little bit older, you know, you guys, can, you guys can focus in for a little bit. We're going to try to make the services shorter at the beginning before we break for class. So it's not such a long time. You know, you can focus in. You can, you can open your, your Bible. You can read along. You can, you, can, you can think about the cross and try to, and, you know, Figure out questions that you want to talk to your parents about and what it really means. There's things that can be done. So I just, you know, if we work together as a body, you know, I think, again, we come together, but let's, let's come together in a way that's, that's not, uh, you know, that's beneficial, you know, that, that builds each other up and that all points us toward Jesus and to the cross. Amen? And, uh, you know, in Luke, turn to Luke chapter 24, if you would. We're going to try to get, get to it here. Come on, Bob. Come on, Bob. And uh, verse 30, 31. And this is, uh, this is after Jesus had been crucified. He's been resurrected. Uh, a couple of disciples are, are going back home. They're, dis- they're dejected. They're discouraged. They thought that Jesus was the one who was going to deliver them. And uh, they're just they're, they're, they're downcast. You know, they're walking back. And, and, and all of a sudden, Jesus comes up alongside of them, starts talking to them. They don't recognize who he is. You know, he, he's, he's, they're kept from recognizing him. And, you know, he talks to them about the scriptures, and he just is moving their hearts. And then, and then at one point, they, they invite him to come in and eat with them. And in verse 30, it says, when he, when he was at the table with them, he took bread, he gave thanks, he broke it, and he began to give it to them. Verse 31, then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. And he disappeared from their sight. You know, um, recognizing the body of Jesus. You know, I mean, 
these disciples, you know, they, they, it was during the communion that they recognized Jesus. You know, he'd been with them, talking with them, you know, opening the scriptures to them, convicting their hearts, you know, as they're, as they're walking back home with their tail between their legs, you know, thinking they just wasted their life and, and that Jesus was, you know, he wasn't, you know, but they were being cut to the heart and they, they weren't sure why, but, we, but it was during that time of breaking the bread together and that meal, which communion really is, is, a, is, a, is a meal uh, of, of sorts, that, and Jesus had done that with them, you know, you know in the Lord's Supper, and, and it all just came flooding back to them and like, wow, they recognized him. And then he, he disappeared. He came right back. He, he, he reappeared to them. You know, it wasn't like he left them forever. But, but uh, you know, just, again, recognizing the body of Jesus and how important that is. And, um, you know, it, it, so it just all boils down to, to, you know, two things. Like I said, being here, you know, be there, be here, you know, when the body meets together. And just being aware of Jesus and his body and, 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 and our lives. And, uh, you know, and again, the incredible price that Jesus was willing to pay, you know, for your sin, for my sin. And, and uh, you know, as we, we're going we're gonna to prepare now to take communion. Um, and uh, as we do that, I want to turn back to 1 Corinthians. I should have told you to keep your finger there. I apologize. In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And, and Paul says this in verse 23. He says, For I receive from the Lord what I pass, also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. You know, I mean, powerful, powerful stuff from Paul. And you know, I just, you know, as we, as we, you know, prepare our minds and our hearts here for the, for the Lord's Supper this morning, just, you know, communion is, it's an intentional time. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a time when we observe, we, you know, it's, it's a ceremonial time. It's a time that, that's, it's, again, it's very intentional, and, and, and God designed it that way because He knows how we are as humans. We need, we need, uh, you know, we need a framework. We need, we need something to, to, to bring us, you know, to think about it and, yeah. and to make it, make it a remembrance and observance. And, and even if it's got, you know, symbolism and everything else to it, it just helps. And, and so, again, the, the, the bread representing symbolic of Jesus' body, the, the, the wine or, the, or the, the fruit or the vine, you know, his blood. You know, there's, there's symbolism, there's ceremony, there's, there's you know, something that, that, that we can focus on and, and, really, and really go deeper with. And, and um, you know, it's just, just like, um, you know, there's, we, do this, we do this in so many other areas of our life, you know. Recently, we all, many of us got to be a part of Katie's, uh, our, our sister's, our, our sister Katie, you know, went on, went on to glory, you know, went on to paradise to be a part of her, her celebration of life, you know. That was an official thing, a formal thing, but it was so powerful because everybody who was there was there united to, to, to really think about her and talk about her life and the impact that she had. You know, and it wouldn't have been the same. If it, if it would just we were just thinking about her by on our own, it, you know, collectively it was powerful, yeah. and you know we, we do it as in so many different ways. We have holidays, but you know, yeah. even even this coming Sunday, you know, as a nation we observe Mother's Day, right? You know, yeah. it's an observance. You know, it's something that is a makes it official. You know, we should think about moms every day, right? Yeah. They're 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 the most important 
people on the planet, you know. But, but at least one day, you know, we're, we're called to sort of collectively, you know, focus on, on that and think about moms, and, and, and deservedly so. And so don't forget mom this, this coming Sunday, okay, because it's Mother's Day. And, you know, that's just a little reminder there. That's a freebie. But, uh, but, um, but again, you know, it's, it's for communion. It's, it, it's about remembering Jesus. And, and it's a formal observance of, of what Jesus did, the price he paid on the cross for you and for me. And, the, the, you know, the sin that, that, you know, mandated, you know, that, that he do that. And he did it willingly. He, he wasn't forced to do it. He did it because he loves me, did it because he loves you, and that he was willing to pay any price, you know, any price at all. You know, he was there. He was there for you. He was there for me. And, and that's why I want to be there here for him today and, and every day and every week as, we, as I remember what he did. And, uh, and, you know, but it's not only about remembering Jesus here. You know, it says, that, it says here that, uh, that for whenever we eat this bread and we drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. You know, it's, it's about more than, than remembering his death. It's about proclaiming his death. Until he comes, yeah. you know Jesus is coming back again. The day it, it, it's coming, you know, and it just helps us remember, you know, that, that we're just passing through this life. You know, this yeah. every you know everything else, nothing else matters yeah. except eternity and Jesus Amen. and coming and, and, and our sins being forgiven. You know, and, and again the gratitude that that that, that should yeah. evoke in each one of us in our hearts is what this time is about. Amen. And, and again, I'll just close with this passage in uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 9. Let me get there. Verse 27. Just as man is destined to die once, and after that to face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many people. And he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Dear God, Father, you are such an incredible God. God, your your love, your mercy, your grace, how uh, unfathomable, God. And and the fact that we could even approach your throne right now. Is, is evident of that grace and that mercy, God. It's evidence, God, that uh, our sins are so great, and yet, God, your love is even greater. And, and your son Jesus uh, willingly came down and paid the price for that sin so that we could, we could just have, you know, have a relationship with you, not only in this life, but for all eternity, God. And I pray that this morning that our hearts have been moved, God, to really see this time of communion uh, in, 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 a, in a greater way, to see the significance of it, God, to, to take it deeper into our own hearts and our own lives, to, to never let it become uh, something that's mundane and, and uh, just uh, uh, rote, God, but something that, that moves our heart, that, that draws us closer to you uh, each and every time, God, as we think about uh, Jesus on the cross, his blood, his body, uh, the, the commitment that he had to us, God, and the love that it took to do what He did. God, please forgive us for our sin. Please forgive us for, for not uh, taking this time uh, to, to really as seriously as we should. And God, I pray that for our brothers and sisters who, who aren't here consistently, God, that You will help them to, to, to make that conviction theirs as well, God, that they will, that they will desire, uh, eagerly desire, Father, to, to eat uh, this Passover 
uh, together, just as Jesus eagerly desired to eat it with His disciples. God, we love You. We're so grateful for this time. Thank You again that we can worship You in spirit and in truth this morning. We pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.